Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Hollywood Mike Connolly with the double biceps. It is in the contract on legal requirement every single time we appear on camera. We'll get that bicep in there. It's the other one. There it is. Oh, there There's go. two. We have seen two. The lawyers will be happy with that. Welcome to the Daily Combat Podcast. The man sitting to my left, but you're right. It is, in fact, the master of disaster, the king of sting, the count of Monte Cristo, his thunder lips, the ultimate male. It is the winner of the Dave Stockbridge of the Year Award. There it is there, the illustrious trophy held by the illustrious man with the illustrious beard. And he's put his nomination in already for this year. It is, in fact, Dave, Dave Stockbridge, Stockbridge. Welcome to the Daily Combat podcast, which you found it. <laughs> Thank you very much for that very, very warm w- welcome. As always, Hollywood Matt Connolly, and today we have ourselves a very, very special guest on the podcast for a second time. Yeah. Shane Treplay Mitchell, ladies and gentlemen. Thank mm. you very much for coming in. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on. So, mate, you've been doing a lot of travel. First and foremost, very, very stylish. Uh, uh, we're, we're seeing the same guy, aren't we? Yes, we are. Hmm. Yes, we are so, the same guy. Big, big, big shout out to uh, <laughs> Milap. Uh, Milap there at Lemmy Largo, who's taking care of both of us. So, if you're wondering why we do look so uh, devilishly handsome, um, there's the, there's a clue for you. Me up there at uh, Lemmy Largo, looking after us both, but seemingly doing a better job with you. Um, <laughs> but that's a very nice suit. Yeah, very very. Oh, nice. he, does, he does a good job, doesn't he? Yeah. So, uh, what made you go with the? Uh, it's not quite all white, but it might look like that on camera. But yeah, it's like, uh, like an off white, great. Like, this is like a sort of a grey off white. The cream, the ivory, the white, the bone, the uh, yeah, the off white. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's just I've always had darker color, darker colours. Wanted something lighter, something more for summer. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty exactly what I said to him. I want something for summer. Nice. And he's like, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> he he awesome. knew. Yeah. He could oh, just feel it. Yeah. yeah, I actually didn't do too much. He just said, leave it with me. I'll, like, yeah, I'll sort you out. And he did. I, I like the, the wide lapels here. I think that's a nice style choice. Yeah, something different. You know? that's, and that's what he was mentioning. He was talking about the lapels. Um, obviously, he's got his own sort of design, which he does. Yeah. But you sort of know about that as well. Yeah. 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 But they fit well. Yeah, they just fit great. Yeah, oh, looking good, mate. So uh, looking looking all ready for business. Uh, so uh, And you've just come back from overseas uh, just in the last couple of weeks. So uh, a, a massive experience uh, taking your talents overseas and testing you against the, the best in the world. And uh, how, how are you feeling after that? First and foremost, it was a, almost like a, a last like a call-up that came out of the blue. So you had the adrenaline jump, j- uh, dump of, well... Uh, this is actually happening now. I'm yeah. heading overseas and, and first trip over there and uh, uh, didn't go your way. And so then there was that whole rebuilding. So it's been quite a, an emotional roller coaster for, sure. for you over the last uh, three or four months. Yeah. Yeah. Emotional roller coaster is definitely the word. Yeah. Um, exactly like you said. Exactly like you said. It sort of did happen very fast, it happened all of a sudden. It went from being unsure of my career, is anything even going to happen, to all of a sudden something big's happening. Next thing you know, yeah, we're over in America twice in the space of what, eight weeks you know, um, to fighting a world champion. Yeah. Yeah. What a whirlwind. Yeah. And, uh, and, and what did you take away from the experience ultimately? Uh, definitely, definitely, it definitely, the, mind, the mindset definitely changed a lot. It took, took quite a bit away from this right at the start uh, with the fight. Certainly, say, when fighting, we're going to go to my most, most recent fight against the world champion. Mm. One thing I took away from that. It was the levels to the sport. Um, just knowing that I feel like here in Australia, I was at a quite a high level. Mm. Going out there, you're even seeing another level now. Mm. Um, just feeling like, yeah, his presence, um, just his skills in it. 
I was like, God, there's there's more work to be done. Yeah. There's definitely, there's more work to be done. And, um, and did it encourage? Are you encouraged to do that work now? Yeah, this is this is where the like sort of the roller coaster of emotions come in. Mm. So straight after the fight, it it, it hurts. It, it cuts you deep. Your your pride gets sort of damaged, and you actually say to yourself, like, is this like? Do I have what it takes? Is this? Yeah, am I? Am I? Am I? meant to be here do i deserve to be here do i yeah am i gonna have the right tools and stuff to even get to the level of a world champion it definitely does play your mind it makes you start thinking like do i give up mm. do i do i quit do i give up like it definitely does certainly when the yeah you lose two fights in a row um and definitely when you get finished start getting finished as well like i can't remember last time last time i got finished in a fight quite a while ago um but then this here is where it did make me think, if I quit, like, then what? Mm. Like, yeah, then then what the hell am I going to do? Like, and and like, at what point mm. did, yeah. did the, the, the switch flip for you from going being despondent and feeling, oh, shit, I've lost, to um, um, should I be here, to, you know what, I'm coming back, I'm coming back stronger and better? Yeah, is just having the time to myself, um, thinking, just, yeah, thinking the whole process. Like, just actually think, like, trying to not be too emotional about it and start really thinking about it. Start actually like just getting in my head and thinking exactly what I said there. We're like, if I quit, then what? Mm. Like, what do I do from there? Do I just go do a regular nine to five job and live off a paycheck, same paycheck every single week? So I don't want that. Mm. No, I don't want that at all. And that's where I was just like, nah, like you only really lose when you, you quit, when you give up. That's yeah. when, that's when you lose. When you lose is when you just give it all up. Certainly knowing there's more. There's definitely more there. It's not like my body's breaking down. Mm-hmm. You know? There's no real excuse. Just because I lost. Yeah. Like, that's a pathetic excuse to just quit. Mm-hmm. That's what I started saying to myself. Like, you think anything in life, you like the real estate, like, you're, say you're trying to get a listing, someone else gets it. You just quit? Yeah. I've thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's just like anything. Like, I, that's what I just started saying to myself. I'm like, man, like, you lost you lost a couple of fights. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, it's not the end of the world. Like, as if you like, as if you would even think to quit just because a couple of setbacks. Well, it's hard like, to know because you've been winning for so long and then to to, to get to that point, it, it, it must be yeah. in some part really confronting to be on the other side of the uh, of the win-loss uh, ratio. Yeah, yeah, and I think that definitely plays a role as well. That's where um, you always hear people saying loss is good. Mm. As in losing is good, hard, like going through sort of any adversity and hardships only going to make you better. I feel like if all you did was win, 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 yeah, then when something bad happens, you're going to break, aren't you? Yeah. That's sort of when someone breaks. So I feel like just with anything in life over the years, the losses, the setbacks, actually does make you a hell of a lot stronger, that's for sure. And, and for those that are just jumping in on the conversation who might have uh, seen our first episode together, <coughs> excuse me, uh, you, you've really been at the, the, the top of the food chain in Australian MMA for, for a very long time and, and really knocking on the door of uh, going international and, and taking that, that next step, which a, a lot of people around the game have been thinking could have happened any time in the last four or five years. And in your own career, you were thinking, well, I've done everything there is to do here in Australia. Um, there's more risk associated with stepping in the cage and losing at this stage because that could cost me an opportunity overseas. But what else do you do? You keep stepping in there and you really became the target for everybody else to try and knock out to make a name for themselves. Um, somehow, at the end of that, you've remained hugely successful, but still the doors weren't opening internationally. And then through 
some fateful telephone calls and, and some meetings. You, you were able to secure some representation that secured you that spot on the PFL card and that all of a sudden loomed as that big opportunity you've been waiting for and, and your first fight in the PFL was earlier this year. And, uh, and, and it's an interesting kind of um, uh, system that they've got there where you, you, you could have two or three fights in the lead, lead up to having your championship fight if that, that presented. And so you had your first fight didn't win, but if you'd knocked your opponent out in the first round of the second fight, that would have given you a chance to perhaps advance and yeah, then great. compete for the for the championship. So you were really in it at every step of the way, even though you might have had that first loss. You could have gone over there, had that knockout, and as we're speaking now, you could be competing for a world championship belt very, very soon. Yeah. yeah. So it could have gone either way. Yeah. So, 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 so close. And, uh, and I guess that you, you got to that point and... You know, whereas it would have been really easy to think, well, I got close, so I could just give it away and no one's going to blame me. And, yeah. you know, I've, I've done everything there is to do and everybody will think I'm a legend, but you've decided to come back and straight back into training and start preparing. And, and what are you now preparing for? How do you, what are your next steps on the, on the way back to uh, where you'd like to go? Well, look, I'd like, obviously I'm hoping I'm still going to continue fighting in the PFL. Mm-hmm. Um, the... The original signing, they, they sort of had me locked in for three years. Okay. They can release you if they if they desire. Um, yeah, they can release me. They didn't even sign me. <laughs> <laughs> they just released me, but they hadn't actually signed yeah. me. Um, yeah, so look, I'm hoping to continue on with them. But I think the biggest thing right now is, um, yeah, definitely just right now, just focus sort of growing, mm. getting better at the next level, the next step. And, and have you given thought to what your game plan is for that? Does that mean training more overseas or mixing things up more locally? Or have you got a strategy I, now in mind? I would like to definitely try and train more, a bit more overseas. I would, mm-hmm. like, I would like to do that. I, would, um, I found certainly talking to some of these uh, high-level guys, certainly the world champions, like I, I went out for a coffee um, two days after my fight with the guy I just fought, the world <laughs> champion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we went out and caught up. Um, one of the biggest things, like he even said, was that he's from Sweden. He moved from Sweden to Vegas. Went for Randy Couture, his dream is that extreme Couture. Mm-hmm. He said, like even him, one of the biggest things that sort of made his career grow was putting himself in a situation where every single training partner is just elite. Mm. Yeah, so just surrounding yourself with just elites, yeah, it's like anything in life, isn't it? Though, like, yeah, if you want to be the best, you've got to sort of surround yourself with the best. Yeah, with well, mm. the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So if they're all world champions, every yeah. chance, you know, it's going to happen to you as well. Yeah. You just get into that that pattern of behaviour. So how, how is it uh, – uh, there must be some challenges associated with being a, an MMA athlete on the other side of the world to where all of that activity really is. So uh, how do you chart out a pathway to, um, to, to do all of this now, both, both – um, financially, like how do you make it work with uh, in terms of your your profession and what it is that you'd normally do um, to to support yourself? How do you, how do you make all of those um, uh, cogs work smoothly so you can make that next step? Because really good question because I want the answer as well. I'd love, <laughs> love, yeah, like, that that has been one of my biggest questions. Uh, look, I'm even at the point where I'm probably going to sell my house. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah, I'm probably going to. Wow. Yeah, like, um, yeah, I'm even at that point where I need to make some big changes if I want to go far and be very unique uh certainly in this in the world mm. i have i know i know i'm gonna have to do some uh i wouldn't call them sacrifices but i'm just gonna have to make some moves on the chessboard which are a bit unique like mm. they're not you're just everyday mainstream um stuff that your yeah. mum might be a little bit, a bit upset about if yeah about definitely stuff that'll probably make her worry <laughs> yeah. so yeah i'm actually considering doing that um for working out 
sort of my whole life, so restructuring my whole entire life, so I have a bit more freedom. I might need to yeah sacrifice some, like I said, my house or something like that. Mm. Uh, I do have quite a big uh, property right now, which uh, is is great, but I know I probably don't need that if I want. Yeah, like if my career and sort of my life is my number one priority, I know mm. I'm gonna have to cut back on a lot of other things, which I think. I'm going to have to most likely do that. And yeah, hopefully that'll open up a pathway to go overseas. Cause man, that's been one of the biggest questions I ask. Everyone is just like, how do these people just pack up, move overseas and just live? Mm. It's only when with our visas, you can't exactly just go pick up a full-time job. Yeah. And that like you, you need a quite a, a good savings behind you yeah. to support you for quite a while. So yeah, th- I mean, that's something. So these are all things you're, re- you're genuinely working through right yeah. now. Yeah, these are all things I'm looking at right now. Um, first things first is finding out uh, what's going on with my contract. I don't know yet. I'll hopefully find out soon where what's next for my actual career. Yeah. But yeah, I know I need some big changes. You know, I know I'm going to have to make some big calls coming up. So, so in part, I guess, uh, now that you're in this PFL contract, uh, I guess what they're hoping from you is that you are feeling this way and that you are ready to go to that next level and to maybe make those sacrifices to get yourself close to that epicentre of MMA action where they can keep a closer eye on you and very much have you in, in consideration um, and, and, and know you better so that they can kind of match you better to those opportunities perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, look, it's... <laughs> Difficult one, yeah, it is. yeah. It's real leaping a prayer stuff, isn't it? You know, yep. you, you, if if you if you feel that's where your heart is, that's really where you got to go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I feel like uh, as well, um, what I'm trying to do now in my life is not get too emotionally attached to things that don't matter. Mm. It's very. I feel like everyone does it, and it's very difficult. Yeah, How, a house is a perfect example. Like you always always being taught to just buy a house, sit on it, stay on it, just. Yeah, like, yeah. love it. Yeah. Like, like, certainly with the material things, so like, even, like, say, cars and stuff like that. But mm. I think there's a lot more to growth, like, a bit of buy, sell, make the right moves. Yeah, like, I found in the past maybe I have been getting a, a little a bit more emotionally attached to where I am right now, like, staying around all my friends, family, having the thought of, like, I have to be close to them. Um, I have to hold on to my house. I have to hold on to my car. Mm. I have to hold on to all these things. Yeah. And I, I know now, I know that, path to going up bigger is yeah getting rid of these emotional attachments to certainly materialistic things mm. when it comes to friends and family like i know i can be on the other side of the world and i'm still going to be very close to these people i don't need to be in their backyard every single day to be yeah. close to these people and i think i need to get that mindset get that out of my mind and know mm. i can be on the other side of the world and still have a very good uh, strong relationship with all my friends and family well yeah. it's, it's, it's a um, there's a lot to do now unpack there because you've, you've got that uh, aspect of you've been a big fish in a small pond for a long time and, and that can be a really satisfying place to be you know when you're at the the top of the tree you've got everybody's respect you, yeah you know yeah. you've got the you house you've got the yeah. car you've got the cool job mm-hmm. you've got the uh, the reputation the suit. Uh, the, mm, yeah. more importantly um <laughs> and uh, so uh and and you you've had to kind of work out how do i detach myself from those things or see see them for what they are and ensure that they're not holding me back from doing yeah. what i really want to do mm-hmm. um so you're 31 yeah. now so is is it also a matter of well i'm 31 if time. i'm going to do it time. now's the time to do it mm-hmm. as well yeah so let's roll the dice i'm still i'm still very young fit like my, my body's still in good shape yeah 100 i know this is the time i want to do it and you're not married or anything no, like no, that no no, no. no. So not, not that's what I mean. nose off. 
<laughs> so that's the thing, like, I, I sort of have nothing holding me back. The only thing that's holding me back right now is just my my own emotional attachments towards materialistic things, which I know is just, it, when you think about it, it's stupid. It's stupid holding on to all this stuff. Because yeah. I know in the long run, I'm not going to, I'm not going to think, I'm so glad I just kept my house forever. And gave up on my dream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm so glad I never sacrificed anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, just, I, I know later on it's going to absolutely kick myself if I don't sort of, yeah, let go of these uh, attachments to pointless things. Yeah. So what, what was it out of the out of those losses that gave you a sense that, you know what, I can be a world champion. These sacrifices, if I made them, will be worthwhile. What, as in what made me... Yeah, what made you think, okay, well, I can I can do it. You know, this is, you know, this isn't pie in the sky. I've lost a couple of times here, but you know what? I think I can still be the world champion. Just because you just look at other, look at other world champions, other fighters, look at their records. Like, there's a lot of flawless records, or not a lot, but like your Khabibs, like mm. undefeated. It's very, very rare, but you look at a lot of other, like, very high-class uh, fighters. They might not be world champions, but they might still be, like very recognised top fives, fighting on just elite levels. A lot of them, they went through plenty of losses. They went through times like where they're, they're mm. dipping down and stuff like that. So I just knew like, it's not impossible. It's definitely not impossible. And I just started, because I always just say, how do they do it? Mm. And then I just knew, like, I, I mean, I can sit there and just say, how do they do it? And then do nothing myself. But then I've mm. just sort of realised now, like, oh, this is how they did. They sacrificed a lot. Yeah. Like, they sacrificed, they're doing all the things I'm starting now to think like, the guys who left smaller cities, went to bigger cities, they just sort of packed up everything, gone. They made those big sacrifices that the majority of people will be too afraid to do. So was it in yeah. part that conversation with your opponent that uh, kind of led to you revisiting a lot of these things? No, not really, but it definitely definitely helped. Definitely just gave me a, a little more kick to be like, oh, all right, I've got to do it. I've got to stop. Like, so I've known for a while, like, it's – you do it's going to be good for you if you do make those sacrifices 100 percent is going to get you further in say like your sporting career or stuff like that but that definitely made me go like oh, i think it's time i think it's time we got to stop just thinking about it and start acting yeah yeah you, you hear these stories of uh, a lot of fighters when they were starting their careers and they were living out in their cars or they were yeah. sleeping on mattresses at friends places and they were doing absolutely everything and anything they could just to be in the gym, to be surrounded by the people that were teaching them. You know, you've got your Matt Serra's, you've got uh, even Robert Rousey was, was living in a car at one point and uh, mm. so many of these people that were like, I'm willing to forego a house, a, a, a career, a job, money, anything to, to do this because this is the thing that makes me the most happy and I can see myself making this a career. So it was like you've got to that point where you're like, I've got these things, but this is what I really want. And yeah. if I want to push it that way, I need to let go of that. 100%, yeah. Mm. It's so easy to get caught up in those things because it's only like, always it's gone, I'm going back to a house because a house is like such a big checkpoint for people in life. Like mm. you think when you're growing up through, certainly your 20s, you're like, I want a house, I want a house. And you finally get it. Mm. It's so hard to let it go. Mm. Like the same, I didn't get a house till I was like, think 28 mm. and i thought that was i thought that was quite late because i was out of all my friends i was one of the last ones to actually buy a house mm -hmm. um so when i finally got one it was just such a huge like nice like, such a good feeling yeah and that but then so, well i'm only 31 now so it's only been about what three four years i've actually had a house yeah and um like it's been very hard to just 
want to let it go just to swing the emotion because it's like, like such a long build up of like I want a house I want a house like it'll be a dream to own my own house yeah. I think that's the that's the dream for a lot of people and then all that confirmation from friends and family yeah, yeah, exactly. that is the right thing to do yeah, and yeah. they're cheering <laughs> for you when you yeah. buy the house yeah and exactly and then when you talk about oh, I might sell the house they're like no don't do that. <laughs> like, it, almost, it almost and that, that's what's intriguing about this uh, this journey <laughs> that you're on at the moment because it would almost be better if you were like Ronda Rousey and yeah. you, you were 21 years old and you had nothing and you were sleeping in a car yeah, like, yeah. that's cool that's a nice little that's right. a story but yeah. when you didn't give up and, and, you sell it all, <laughs> and you give up everything your nice house and your nice life and, yeah. and career and, and quite a comfortable position to really go back to that life maybe that was of seven or eight years ago yeah, for the, a lot of people those, those materialistic items if you if you don't if if you continue down that path of of them claiming that ownership over you and taking that attention and preventing you from doing the things that you want to do over time you come to resent them and yeah. be like I wish I hadn't I hate this house it yep. stopped me from doing what I wanted to do you know yeah. <laughs> well you look in you know exactly well this look in 10 15 years time I guarantee your house is outdated yeah yeah, yeah. You're like so you I've, I've just recently done up my whole entire house and that's another thing that makes you more emotionally attached I put in so much work in my house uh, to the point where I've finally got it to the point I'm like, this is what I wanted. Yeah. And now I'm selling it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So exactly. Right. 75% yeah. of people that renovate sell yeah. within three years. Yeah. Well, exactly. So in 10 years' time, it's outdated. Yeah. So in 10 years' time, like, yeah, you're going to probably have a different mindset. You're probably going to start thinking, like, oh, I need, like, my house looks like crap. Mm. And that, mm. yeah. So I gave up on my career. Yeah, exactly. Just for this yeah. house. But then, if you, if, <laughs> you, if you do become a world champion or you do follow, uh, get into a position where you are getting uh, you know, international fights and it's like, this is my thing and I'm loving this, despite the fact you might not be making as much money as what you could be making in a normal job here or whatever. Mm. It's like, oh, this is my thing. I'm so happy. Yeah. And even if I haven't got the, you know, the nice fancy house or whatever i'm happy like living in an apartment or wherever and just yeah. getting by because i get to do the thing i really love doing and that's i think that's the big difference well one of the things as well like, i just look at my life i just look at my life right now and i was like what actually sort of makes me in, an interesting person and so like from other people and even myself and i no one ever says like oh you're interesting because you own a house <laughs> like, yeah. I've never met anyone that yeah. owns a house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not like no one ever says that. Like the things that makes you in- interesting is yeah, like what you do. Like so mm. for me, my my sporting career and stuff like that. Um, that's what makes you interesting. So, yeah. so I mean, like, I should definitely try and amplify that as much as possible. Absolutely. Yeah, rather than yeah, the safe option is it, it looks safe on the surface, but it is not safe at all. It, yeah. It's the most dangerous thing you can do because you're giving up absolutely everything you want to do in the one time you get to live a life mm. and you're going, oh, yeah, what would you do with your life? Well, I paid a house off and worked a crappy job I hated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and that's what I don't want. That's what I'm trying to look ahead. And I, I'm trying to look ahead and make sure in 10 years' time I don't think like that. Right, yeah, yeah that's, exactly. Yeah. That's, what I'm, that's what sort of gets me going. Um, yeah, the, the, the thought of quitting i actually just said to myself like if i if i decide to just hang it up hang the gloves up it's like what then what and i literally mm. just sat there and like, was thinking golf like golf what, <laughs> yeah, what, what, what yeah, job what, am i going to yeah, do yeah well like what am i going to do just mm. with my life in general like mm. am i yeah and am i going to be happy with it mm. and i just thought no probably not like this sport uh and lifestyle of the, like, the professional athlete is very uh mixed emotions very stressful at times but overall you look at it it's awesome Mm. As in it's, I just know later on in life you're gonna look back and be like, yeah, I did something pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I had a lot of like awesome experiences. Mm. Yeah, never things you're gonna be happy about. 
So yep. I would be kicking myself if later on I just said to myself, "Ah, oh, you quit halfway through. You could have, you could have better. Could have been a contender." Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and I know even if uh, I can be, uh, I can be real, and I know even if I don't get to a world champion status, I still know the experiences along the whole the whole way um, is. Yeah, it's just priceless. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it is out of the ordinary, and and it's very special people that will actually take the chance. And you might find that you, you might have met people that were more talented, or they had better opportunities, and they didn't take them, or they just wasted them. And it, yeah. you know, to to follow the safe path, and it yeah. was like, man, that dude could have been fucking unstoppable. And yeah. it's like, and yeah. he's just gone into I don't know running a machine for 10 hours a day or well, something how many people say it though like you look like, you listen to all our oldies are like how many of our the grandparents mm. and oldies mm. just say about when they're older what they wish they did what yep. they regretted oh, yeah. it's always they wish they just went for yeah just sacrifice and just went for gold on everything that's right yeah. on their deathbed that's what they all say yeah yeah, yeah. So, so now you've been over there. You've had a taste of it. What what was it like being part of a world class promotion and the and the whole production and the behind the scenes and getting your photos taken and signing all the posters? What was all of apart from the fighting? What was all of that like? Yeah, it's it's actually pretty cool. Like it's definitely definitely something 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 different. That's for sure. Definitely f- doesn't feel like you're in Australia anymore. Mm. Like yeah, because we don't really have anything in Australia that big. Yeah. That. So. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely cool. Just all the the media the media stuff. Um, I find I'm I'm quite a composed person though, so I didn't. It's not like I get too overwhelmed by it. Um, yeah, no, it's definitely a good experience. Uh, was it distracting like, at all? Yeah, that's what a little bit like. There's there's some some parts where you sort of just I just want to relax. I just I just can't cannot be bothered with this, but you just got to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, that definitely comes with it. But then at the same time, a, a part of me does think like you're signed, like you're signed to this promotion. You work for these guys, mm. and that's so if they, like, this is part of this is part of the sport. Yeah. Is, is if anything, media is probably the biggest part of the sport. Like we're mm. we're entertainers, so mm. a lot of the time you can even see uh, a lot of time the promoters um, and the organisations they they don't really care massively about your comfort. They actually probably don't give a shit about your comfort. Right. They care about how it runs, the entertainment side of things. Yeah, like, yeah, does the show look good? Mm. Yeah. So, for example, my, my last fight, um, when I was walking out, uh, they're like, so they got the camera guy, they're they get you in the change room, like, oh, you're on, let's go. And they got a camera in front of you, you're walking, they sort of tell you, like, all right, stop here. And then they'll tell you, like, all right, walk, let's go. Like, as in, walk to the cage. Mm. And, like, my fight, like, I remember, I try to just keep very calm. Leading up until when I'm getting into the cage, then I'll hype myself up. Then, mm-hmm. like, because I'll be restless all day long, and I know, like, ah, save it. That's that's your energy there. That restlessness is your energy. Just it's annoying because you're there, like, oh, I hate this feeling, like that. But I'm like, now nah, leave it for the fight. And when they was the camera guy was like, all right, walk, walk, walk. I'm like, yep, let's go, it's go time, like that. And I start like revving myself up. But then they're like, stop. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> like stop. Oh, but, no. they, but then obviously it's something. It must be something to do with the. Uh, the, um, the broadcast. Yeah. And uh, they they kept me standing there for like 15 minutes. Oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah, ages. Wow. They kept me there for ages to the point where I'm like, sort of even looking in my corner like, what, like, uh, are they waiting for me to do something? Like, yeah. Yeah. What, like, what's going on here? To the point where I'm like, because I'm like jumping around to the point where I'm like standing still. I'm just like, mm. 
Oh. Uh, and they've got me standing like near, pretty much in the middle of the crowd, like in the oh. walkway. Like imagine on UFC walkouts. So imagine they just got me standing in the walkway. And I'm just like, why? It's so weird. Is, yeah, what is happening? And because like, all of this is off camera, you you don't have. Yeah, a yeah, no, they, they they don't see that. Yeah, the as in the broadcast, you won't see that on the broadcast. Mm. They're obviously waiting. There's probably adverts playing or like something going on. They're probably uh, playing media. I got I actually got no idea, but um, they're probably like having commentators talk or have a conversation about something who knows yeah but yeah so i'm talking about like they there it's all about the productions mm-hmm. all about there like you can tell those parts <laughs> they didn't really care how i felt yeah and that like whether it affected yeah. your performance or not yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, and there was no preparation for that in terms i had no of idea they, they, that they just said oh we're gonna had no idea out. i thought i was walking to the cage just yeah. I, was like, I literally g'd myself up hard i was like this is it i'm fighting a world champion like i was I try to make myself see a little bit red yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. coming into this because I knew I had to finish him in the first round. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, all right, let's go, G up. Like, you're going in hard here, so <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like you're you're gonna be, you're gonna have to bite down here. And like, this guy's this guy's a weapon as well, so yeah, it's on, it's yeah. on. Like, and I even knew I was like, I'm realistic. I even knew if I know some people probably think I shouldn't say this stuff, but I knew if I was gonna get knocked out, this is the guy. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I know in my head. I don't know. It's not the best mentality to have. It's like you shouldn't always. You shouldn't think. But I'm. I'm real. I'm realistic. Mm. I, I could not help but to think if I'm going to get KO'd, this is the guy who's going to KO me. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. and then that's the thing, and that makes you just sort of rev that's up even more and like bite down. Like you got a job to do. Like this is it. You get locked in with him. Like so yeah, you're getting yeah. all of this yeah. energy together, and, <laughs> yeah. then it, and then it's like oh. oh. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I prepared for this the whole entire week building. I, I even prepared for this sort of like relax, build it up, like just yeah, keep it, keep it in you, and then when it's go time, release it all. And did that happen in both <laughs> fights, or because yeah. you had the first fight, so that didn't happen the first time. You just no, walked straight out. No, no, for, no, no, didn't no because because oh. I, I was a main event. Oh. Um, yeah, we had the bigger, the longer walks, and the more, the, the bit more dramatic walks. Yeah, and that, yeah. So uh, that one there was just. Yeah, they were like, go, boom, in your yeah. So you're thinking that's going to be pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought no it'd be smooth. But I, it's just sort of known that when they, when they, they tell you. Because the day stoppage is your award. It's gone forever. It's sort of just knowing that when they tell you, walk, like, go, 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 yeah, go. Yeah. You're like, it's like, on. Oh, that's we, it. Here uh, we go. Here we go. This is, this is the time. And now, but then they're like, stop. Wow. And were you able to fire back up again? No, not as much. No. Not as much. I was trying to. I was trying to, but not. I, I still could. I yeah. still because it's like the situation I'm in still had a little bit of the rush going. Right. But not as much as you would have. I would have when I was uh, there initially. Like walk, walk, walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, yeah. Even like one of my my, my corner weren't happy too no. happy about that because they could see I like really g'd myself yeah. up. I was like really cool, calm. G'd myself up hard. I was like bouncing around the spot and I'm sort of like just waiting like come on it's gonna happen <laughs> soon like no nah, it's like five minutes gone starting to slow down oh. yeah. Yeah. And was, yeah and I sort of got to the point where I was just standing still waiting like, what the, <laughs> <laughs> the same thing happened with yeah. George St. Pierre once uh, he was um, they, they had he was the main event and usually they'll time out their fights on UFC it'd be like you know it's, it's 20 minutes or it's 25 minutes no matter what happens so somebody could walk out there get knocked out in five seconds it's still going to be 25 minutes until the next fight. Yeah. Um, for some reason, they didn't do that for this. Or maybe they're running late or something. And he was the main event. And they're like, oh, George, we need you out right now. Like, you're, he's like, hey, what? I'm not warmed up or anything. Right. And it's like, too bad. We need you. Like, you and he's like, okay. And he, and he ended up tearing his, his adductor muscle oh. throughout the fight. And he said, you know, hey, look, I'm a professional. I should have been ready for any situation. But, but you know, it is one of those things. Wow. That yeah, so that's part of the big promotions. But... You got to accept that, like you're you're fighting on their promotion. They're paying us good money, 
uh, is a business. They're running a business. So mm. you got you do have to know like where where we're entertainers, and yeah, we gotta we gotta sort of do what. Which is why, which is why it was frustrating with your first fight. The way that the guy fought you is like the most unentertaining way yeah. you could yeah. fight someone. Man, and that's coming in. That style is coming in so much. Like at the DFC, we had a few. We had a few guys get done mm. with that. Laying bright. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, that that style is coming in massively. It's just shutting out. Certainly, Cardioflex, for example, mm. where uh, French, all of us go in looking to stand. Yeah. Mm. Nah, where I, f- I find the guys are very well rounded. They are very well rounded, but we like to stand, mm. and I think that's starting to catch on a lot now. And then it's only when you're amateurs, you think they're only three minute rounds. Fight goes for nine minutes. Like mm. you can bite down. Like soon you've been training hard, you can bite down for nine minutes and just mm. go for gold. Uh, and now that style of just grab hold of him, yeah. do not let go. Mm. Like stay on that offense, like keep him in defense, stay on like offenses and just grapple him. Yep. You don't even need to be doing damage. Just be on the offense, just be charging him, <laughs> just hold on to his body. Yeah. Nine, nine minutes, that's all we need, three three rounds. Yeah, like yeah. It's very easy to win that, that's very easy to win that. What, what, what happened him? to the calf kick trend? <laughs> still there. <laughs> is it still there? <laughs> still there. <laughs> yeah. But you do get, well, this is why PFL had that system in place where you, know, you, had, you had your points system mm. if you won in the first round by a knockout. You're the guy that we want to promote. Like, we don't want this lay and pray style because it's boring to watch. Audiences hate it. You know, the, the fighters don't enjoy it. People coming paying money to see that fight or paying for the pay-per-view are like, man, that was a waste of time, waste of money. There wasn't. They were supposed to be fighting and this dude just hugged him for 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, they won entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and how, how much did that rule set or the, the scoring system factor into your uh, preparation and what you, would, what, what you were hoping to do in that fight? In the second fight? Yeah, yeah or, or either of them. Well, the fir- first fight, uh, look, honestly, I went in pretty confident in my first fight. I thought I had him. Mm. Honestly, the, I, Me too. I, 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 I'll I honestly say, <laughs> I, I know a few people who did. Yeah, <laughs> don't, worry, don't worry, they let me know. They let me know. Um, no, I, yeah, I underestimated that guy, man. Like, even look at him, he, look, he didn't look the neatest. I even, like, I'm a good chat with him after and his team after. I even told him about, man, you, on video, you do not look the neatest, um, nor do you look like you're in ridiculously good physical shape mm. but when you actually feel the dude i'm like man he's strong as shit mm. on that like yeah he's and he's just got heart man he's just got the dog in him and i think that's the part of living in mexico mm. and that living yeah like yeah and it's like a harder life yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah and i think just that that like that that style right there it's so effective now having that now, he had really good wrestling. He was extremely strong, very good base, mm. and just had a, like the dog in him. Just kept mm. going, going, going. I could even tell. Like at no point did I feel threatened of getting finished, mm-hmm. but I knew like man, this guy's not going to stop. He's like he's he's just going. He wants to win. Yeah. Uh, he's more than happy to go to the decision. He just wants to win. So yeah. you're, you're factoring this in as you're fighting him, thinking, okay, well he's going for the win. This is his tactic. Yeah. Maybe then for me, fight two. I've got to be preparing. Is are you are you having any of those thoughts in the moment? Well, or in the moment of the fight? Mm. Yeah, I like even like oh man, he's not even like even when say we're down, I'm like he's not even really looking to pass heavily. He's not really looking to finish me here. He just wants to hold me down. I'm like, he just wants to hold me down. And then if I do start getting, I can't remember how many times I got up. I got up quite a few Six six or seven times I like got back up off the floor. But even then I'm like, he's just latching onto me and he's just trying to drag me to the floor. Like he's not even really trying to do mass damage here. Mm. Like, yeah. And that's, it's hard to deal with. It's really hard to deal with. Because I even know in my head, I was just like, yeah, he just wants to to hold me here. He's happy. I know he's just happy to do just the whole fight. Mm. I'm like, because, a lot of time I'm like, oh, wait for the opening, like wait for him to get a little bit too, uh, too 
over the top and like they might break off and try to swing at me and that's where I'm gonna catch it. Yeah. This guy, nah. He's just, I know I know like oh, nah, he's not gonna do that. He's just gonna do this the whole fight. He's just gonna just try and drown me. Wet, wet blanket. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it felt like. It's uh, that's what's frustrating is when you're watching that sort of a, a fight take place and it's like God, because the dude is not trying to finish. He he wants to hold on to you for fifteen minutes to get a decision victory, and it's like this is supposed to be a fight, yeah. <laughs> you know. It's what's so frustrating. And I know it's fight within the rules, and yeah, yeah. fair enough. And, and he did the job, and sure, he gets it done. That's the thing. I don't, I've been saying it to our teammates like that. That style is coming in heavily now, mm. and that, and there's no real excuses. We got to try and deal with it. Mm. Like, we can't just complain about it. We, as mm. we say, the guys as well, like. A lot of people are going to do that. Just certainly get wins. Mm. Certainly on the regional and stuff like that. Build up their records. Like it is a very effective style, mm. but you can't just sit and complain about it. We've got to work out a way to. Yeah, but that's from from, from promoter's side, like the, the people who win like that, they don't usually get the, the opportunities that other people that have a, yeah. a very flashy style or very aggressive style where you know it's entertaining and yeah. fun to watch and it's like you know they're putting i mean Cerrone or somebody like that or gaichi who's you know going into a war every time yeah. these guys you want to see their fights because it's like you know something crazy is going to happen whereas you get a guy like john fitch who had i think 17 wins in a row they wouldn't give him a title fight yeah, they're like we don't want this dude having the title Khabib, man Khabib had to hustle hard to get his like yeah. big shots mm-hmm. man. uh even yeah. though he's like he's a pretty uh, He's a bit different. He's, he is very entertaining because he actually did yeah. beat the shit out of people. Oh, yeah, he was great. That, yeah. <laughs> he would yeah. take them down, but then he would absolutely yeah. crush them as well. Smish. Smish them. But, yeah, I can guarantee, <laughs> certainly over in Europe, like the Russian countries, there would be so many fighters out there who have that style. Yeah. Not that not that entertaining, but very difficult to beat. And they probably have insane records, but they're not getting signed because, no. yeah, they're not entertaining. No. That's right. Yeah, 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 that's the difference. Yeah. yeah, You look at the very entertaining guys, like, yeah, you see, for Gaethje, for example, extremely entertaining you look at their records, their records are far yeah. from flawless. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. win one, yeah. lose one, win one, yeah, lose one. But everyone loves them. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, they want to see a fight. Yeah. You go to see fighting. You want to see a fight. I want to yeah. see... <laughs> oh, <I'm> <laughs> so so in, that, in that second fight, you were going in there thinking, well... To get through, I'm gonna I'm gonna need the knockout. So your your style, you're going in there differently. Your 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 mindset's a lot different to the first. You've got no no real safety net. Yeah, so a bit more aggressive. Yeah, had to yeah. Win, yeah. Uh, straight away after the the first the first fight, um, and I I didn't even have my matchup yet. I knew um, whoever I get, got to try and finish them quick. Yeah, <laughs> I remember even our team was just like, uh, like uh, we don't mind any any of the matchups uh, as long as we don't get. Sadi Boo. As yeah. long as we don't get the champ, that'd, that'd be good. <laughs> no, they're like, he's like very evasive, very long, very lethal. And they're like, yeah, I think we, think we have a good like, we we have that that solid chance of getting a first round finish as long as we don't get him. Mm. And then the that's way, who you get. Oh yeah, they, exactly. And they, 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 they just send you a message. Oh, oh, you, they, they, they make they, it up. The yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they set it up match, and then yeah, you match. just get a te- text message. Yeah, we got like we got like a group chat, like a WhatsApp group chat uh, with the matchmakers, and they just simple message like Shane, you're fighting Sadi Boo. No, like, ah, yeah. no, damn it. You're yeah, like, okay. <laughs> this, is, this isn't Shane. It's wrong. It's wrong, Shane. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because oh, it's not funny at all. But um, time differences. They measured me, and I I didn't read until like as soon as I woke up. I sort of like rolled over. I got my phone. First thing I read in the morning. No. Oh, yeah, I remember. Like, do you know when you're in the morning? Like, no. the first thing you wake up, you just last thing I want to do is, is this still a dream? Yeah. Is this still a dream? I, I, just, I was just like shook my head. Just had a little laugh. Like, just pulled my phone. Right. Just checked my phone. I was like, you're kidding me. You didn't respond to it then. So I, I was like, of course, well, of course. Um, but when I got given that matchup, uh, straight away the hardest thing was like, oh 
man, I need a first round finish. He's going to be the hardest guy to finish in the first round. Mm. And that that's, that was the thought straight away. And what was your plan then? Did What, what, what were you thinking? My You'd plan was just just wiped out all the emotion. I was just, i got a job to do. Mm. Like, who really gives a shit how you feel? Yeah. And that, just go in and try and get it done. Like, yeah. That's it. I was just like, try and erase that sort of emotion, that, that, that doubt, because you, you can't help it. He's a, he's a world champion. Of course there's doubt. Like that. You, it's impossible to get matched up against the world champions. The only one not only just been signed to the promotion. Mm. And they're like, here's the champ. <laughs> it's nearly impossible to not have a bit of doubt. Mm. Yeah, like I knew in my head. Um, yeah, like exactly what I said before. If I get knocked out, like if I'm going to get knocked out, this is probably the guy. Yeah, and I, I knew that, but I just try to erase all that, erase all the emotion, like all the yeah, and then just go by just professional, just mm. think business, and that just every time that little spike of uh, doubt or yeah, yeah comes up, just try and get rid of it. Just yeah, don't yeah. don't don't think of don't think about your feelings. <laughs> like screw your feelings, business. Let's go. Yeah, that's one yeah. of those things. Though, if you if you were, you'd almost look at it from the point of view of okay, well, if I'm going to do it against anybody and go in there and, and get a first round knockout, if I get it against this dude, that means yeah. I really belong here, and yeah. this is uh, the biggest opportunity it could be, and probably the best result that I could get out oh, of this tournament. Yeah. If I knock out the world champion yeah, in the first huge. round. There's nothing better that could happen. I mean, obviously, winning the million dollars would be nice too. But <laughs> yeah, great. And, well, I mean, yeah, that's one thing I try to start. I try to um, take out the emotion, take out the negative feelings, and then I just try to think about the poss- yeah, the possibilities. Like, mm. Yeah, straight away, like you said, there. If I do take this guy, yeah. out, like that's huge. It or, means you really belong in this sport at the upper levels. But then I also just try to think, like, just trying to. T- you can you can pretty much be in any situation and get a, a positive thought out of it. Mm. I was trying to find them. Like I said, straight away, I was just like, I just tried to tell myself, wow, like, what an honor. You're, yeah. fighting, you're fighting the fucking world champion. Yeah, yeah. I was like, how many people get to do that? Like, Absolutely. I was like, people, like, just battle and work so hard to fight the champ. Yeah. Like, people were just harassing the promoters over and over again. Like, I want the champ. I want the champ. Look in the UFC, how many people just hound Dana White to get the champs. Yep. I just got given him. That's I just right. got given him straight away. So, yeah. I try to think of that like, wow, what an opportunity. Like, you get to fight this level. You get to fight, yeah. So, only, yeah, you got to fight as a main event as well on a world like yeah a, a global like a major promotion mm. I just yeah try to have those uh those thoughts going on in my head mm. um just trying to yeah, trying to think no matter the outcome just think of the opportunity you just got given how did, how did you feel in the fight was there a moment there where you're like oh i'm, I'm doing all right here or first yeah well look first round um first few exchanges i thought like okay like um not not massively out, outclassed here like uh I was like, I can get, I can get some things going on him. I did feel that uh, he was extremely hard to like to punch him in the head, punch mm. him in the face, mm. extremely hard, mm. so evasive. So it's a distance as well. Yeah, and he's just gone long legs. Like even him just leaning back, like he's just, and his range, he had an eight inch reach advantage. Oh <laughs> god, yeah. that's what I mean. So it's like an extra arm length. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's like one of his one of his steps to mine. Yeah, that's, what, that's yeah. what it honestly felt like. And every single time, so he threw something, and I was like, "All right, time to enter." He's just gone. So the, and I, we even trained. Yeah, we even trained for like, I know he's gonna run away. I'm gonna try and catch him as he's running. Yeah, so that I'm gonna try and like, like walk through, try and catch him as he's going through. But even then, I'm like, he's still so far away. Wow. I'm like, yeah, that's what that, that was the annoying thing in the fight. Like, right. Yeah. Part of the big part of the fight was like, man, this guy is very hard to get in, get in on. Or any time where I thought like, oh yeah, I might be able to enter here. I could just see the, him loading a kick. Mm, I'm like, oh, I never, yeah, exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> like, oh, do I want to take that on? Uh, like, yeah. So it was difficult. Very difficult fight. He's um he's very 
cool, calm, collected. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, what, what would you do differently if you had to fight him again? I think I might try and grapple. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he rocked me hard in the second round. He had me on the cage. He actually took me down. And funny enough, when we were actually on the floor, even though he was, he was in my guard, then I actually felt like, okay, he's actually not massively, he doesn't feel like too much of a force on the ground. Um, compared to like say my first fight mm. he was just how heavy he was and the, the, the presence and force of him on the ground was like oh man it's good. you knew this guy's gonna be nightmare on the ground he was a little bit different he had like a little bit more space not so much pressure so i even so straight away after i thought oh, i wish i could like i think you had more i would have more success on the ground i feel like um yeah like if i had to choose between the stand up and the ground the ground would be a nice place to give it a go yep saying that He's not easy to take down. No. Yeah. Like, you look at his fights, he's got extremely good takedown defense now. And I even there's a few times where I'm like, oh, I'm going to try and, I might actually try and like grab some legs here and look take him down. But like I was saying, just that kick, man, that kick, and it comes very Ooh. fast. It's easy, it's easier said than done. Like, yeah, yeah. for the fight, you can say, like, I'm going to try and take him down. And yeah. then when you're in there, you're like, all right, let's try and take him down. Yeah. <laughs> Where is he? Where is he? Yeah. And, <laughs> and then you go, yeah, well, there's one that's that, or like he's sort of sitting there like ready mm. he's sort of counter fighting and mm. I'm like alright change my level is like trying to set someone up and then as you sort of go to change your level you can see he's like yeah the hip move <laughs> like, oh, oh he knows yeah, he knows <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, he's, yeah he knows exactly yeah he's like he's predicting it I'm like oh, this is easy to set it's probably going to be either yeah, a big kicker or a knee and I guess from, from his perspective he's more used to fighting guys of your physicality and but the other way around he's, he's such an unusually shaped individual that it's, it's hard to understand how to fight somebody who's Oh yeah, do you know got those many, attributes. Do you know how many people have tried to give me advice on how I should have beat him? <laughs> you know, you know yeah, it's like, like trying to people that alien, have never like, fought before. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah so <laughs> what you should have done. Yeah. What you should have done is never fought in your life. You've never <laughs> stepped in the gym. That, that's one thing that's actually quite entertaining. Like when I'm fighting on the regional here, you don't get too many just random people messaging you. Right. Um, advice. But as soon as you go on something because like this... Because they know they might meet you one day. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, Sue, it's like on this show, the amount of people, like the amount of messages you get, is, it's, yeah, it's quite entertaining. Everyone's got <laughs> an opinion. Like, yeah. That's, that's Every, awesome. Everyone's Every, got an opinion. Everyone yeah. thinks they know. What was the main thing? Was there a theme that everyone said you should have done this? Uh, and, and, and what oh, was yeah, the craziest they, thing that somebody said? <laughs> yeah, the main thing they told me is like, because he obviously caught me with a head kick. Yeah. The main thing they told me was, um, why, didn't, why didn't you get out of the way? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could take it. <laughs> did, did you see it coming? Good God, no. No, no. no it just seemed to come out of nowhere. Yeah, it, it really did. Yeah. And, uh, that's what the, why, why didn't you get out of the way? <laughs> well, do you think I meant to get kicked <laughs> yeah. in the head? Yeah. Next time, use your eyes. You know, <laughs> If uh, you didn't lose, you would have won. Yeah. 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 So that was the main thing. I had a few of those, like, yeah, as if you didn't just step out of the way. <laughs> So, all right, you get in the cage with me. I'll throw a kick like that, and you get out of the way. Yeah. And I also beat you up for three rounds prior. That's right. the time was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you mean you held your own for for the majority of that up until that point. You were still in there. You were still, you know, yeah. I mean, this guy's a world champion, and you're there not looking like you don't belong. Yeah, no, I felt smooth. Like, the thing with these, certainly, say him, for example, is it is it can be over in pretty much one one strike. Yeah, one yeah. Kick. He knocked the wind out of me twice. Mm. And even then, like, yeah, I felt, say in the second round, he hurt me in the end of the second round. Like, it does, yeah, over time, it does sort of wear you down a bit. Mm. And that's what I remember. The first round, felt fine. Felt great. Didn't really hurt me. And that, in the second round, he nailed some body shots and oh, knocked the wind out of me. Knocked the wind out, he knocked the wind out of me twice. And then he actually, like, rocked me hard um, right at the very end. 
Uh, and then when you come back into a third, it 100% does weigh you down a bit. Mm. Like it does does wear you out. Like you might not be physically like puffed out, but yeah, you just your body just get, it's getting hurt. And that, you know, the shots like when the they're accumulation when, of yeah, punishment. when they're throwing the shots, so they're, they're building up and that. So, and was he concentrating on a, a certain area? Did you feel like he was focusing in, or he was just, just looking it. for shots? Yeah, he's yeah. looking just to stay out. He's he seemed to be like looking to. Wait for me to pop, like come into his range, just load those kicks up. Mm. Yeah, sort of the game plan he has of everyone. Like I've found a lot of people having trouble with getting in on him. Six foot three, welterweight. Like, and he's built, mm. man. Yeah, like, that's what's crazy. Is like you look at him, like, dude, how how are you a welterweight? Like, your your legs are huge, your arms are huge, your chest, your shoulders are broad. Yeah, you got big, like, yeah, big chest, big delts. Yeah. Oh, what hey, how much yeah. weight you cut for it? Well, yeah. that's why even after chatting to him, not to, he only gets around like the nineties, uh, like oh. low nineties. Mm. But he even said himself, he's he feels huge in there, and he's sort of surprised that he makes the weight. That's really <laughs> weird. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Was it was it similar? Did you feel like if you watched Michael Venom Page at all, like that he has that sort of style, that real keep away and long distance yeah. counter striking? Yeah, that's yeah. what it. That's exactly sort of what it feels like. But I feel like this guy's power was merely for he. His uh, his his kick, you know, his punches and that weren't too like devastating. But his, the power in his kick is like it was probably more the velocity mm. was mm. just that's what just made you go like holy shit! Like, I've never felt this before. This is <laughs> this is another level, uh, and like, it's fast, very fast, but very fast in the way of like point A to point B. Like his foot being on the floor to kicking you, yeah. how fast mm. that was! Like that's what was, yeah, hard. Like pretty, just it was new. It was definitely different. That was that. Another level. That's where I'm like, like Van Dam level. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what made you think, like, yeah. man, there's there's level. There's like more levels to this. Yeah. yeah. What was Ike's advice in between rounds? Do you remember at all? No, no. No, no idea. I don't remember him being there. Uh, it, <laughs> it, it, yeah. What in your duck? It was, <laughs> it was a simple thing. I know. Yeah, uh, we're talking about because he was a southpaw. Yeah, in the when you say if I'm, I'm orthodox or southpaw, you always want to stay on the outside of their lead leg. Yeah. So yeah, obviously Ike was telling me a lot like just keep on the outside, keep your right like because obviously we knew his left kicks are very dangerous. Keep that right guard up high, keep getting to the outside, keep trying to like yeah cut him off, but then get to the outside and that like we're just playing that sort of back and forth game, mm. and that's what was happening a lot in the fight. A lot of people who don't really know the game, or they might just be just casual watchers, they probably won't know what we're doing in there. But that whole time, <laughs> that whole time, yeah, it's more of the feet battle. Yeah. Like mm. that. Yeah, the, Finding so the outside foot. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, the orthodox southpaw guy, yes, that the positioning battle is the main thing there that's going on mm. throughout the whole fight. A lot of the time, we're not even thinking heavily about what's going on up here and punching him in the face. We're just like feet, 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 like that. Like we're yeah. trying to win that battle there. Especially if he's, if he's, one of his steps is, is yeah. worth two of yours. And it's like, oh, damn it, I just got the position and now he's like three metres this yeah. way. <laughs> and that's where he's very advanced. He's extremely advanced in that way. Just like, So this is the stuff people won't see. People will just see him throwing big, powerful kicks and landing them. A lot of people don't see that, the feet positioning. Like Times where I'm getting the good feet positioning, yeah, he'll just bail, he'll reset. He'll just like literally run out, like gallop a few steps, right. reset in the middle and like sort of force us to come, uh. yeah, like go very far out and sort of force us to meet back again yeah right and that's where yeah like but then obviously as we're coming back to meet he's trying to steal the position yeah which then helps load his kicks and that oh. yeah and that's yeah we it's a veteran move there yeah yeah and that's what the, a lot of time in the fight that's that's sort of one of the main focuses there in the fight is the feet the feet mm. positioning yeah absolutely yeah i remember seeing a, a breakdown of uh robbing lawler with one of his knockouts and they were showing exactly that as soon as he got the outside 
foot position. He threw a right and it just landed perfectly. And he was like, he was waiting for that foot to just, because he was half a step, half a step, half a step. He landed it, you know, full full foot outside bang. And it's like, there's the KO. And that's how it came. It was just that, that basically off of that foot. And he was, he was able to, to gauge the distance correctly and use enough power to, to throw the strike. Yeah. Yeah, well, a lot of people... Yeah, don't uh, don't really know that. Yeah, when you're on the outside, say if I'm orthodox there, southpaw, if I'm on the outside of their lead leg, it's very difficult for them to load their power weapons. Very mm-hmm. difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. So, so having now uh, travelled overseas in quick succession um, over recent months, what what are some of the things that you've learned about preparing yourself to travel while still in camp? Um, well, I found probably the biggest difficulties about travelling like the whole experience while traveling coming into a fight, the biggest difficulty about that is definitely uh, food. Mm-hmm. Like living out of a hotel, don't have a kitchen, we don't have a kitchen. Yeah. Mm. Stuff like that. That's the difference. That's, you gotta, you got to change. Like a lot changed. Like that week's only over there. I couldn't eat how I normally eat. Like mm. I was having to go get like a rotisserie chicken and mm. stuff like that. Like, yeah, because I couldn't cook anything. Or I'd, you're trying to find somewhere to go out that serves the correct food. You know how difficult that is? <laughs> and that, to like, Certainly, if you're on a in Vegas, yeah, that, that was oh, it was insane trying to get like the right food in Vegas. We have a buffet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's 18 different flavors of ice cream. Yeah, that was yeah. I find one of the big, the hardest parts um, when trying to adapt to yeah, sort of that prepping overseas. Was that you were cutting weight as well? Yes, yeah, I mean, yeah. So yeah. you're trying, you're really trying to lose the weight. So in that last week, it's very strict, right? Mm. Very very strict. So yeah, that's the hardest thing. It's like without a kitchen. And that, and you're just going out and trying to find the correct meal, or like you're having to go get a meal, but you won't eat your whole meal. You only eat certain parts of your meal, mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And how about just flying? Because you know that's quite an exhausting process in itself. You know, you're stuck in a capsule, terrible oxygen. Yeah. It's um, you got that, you know, that long haul radiation, all of that type of stuff. I mean, how how did you feel stepping off the plane, and how long did you have between stepping off the plane and and then competing? I was there for a week. I was there a week prior. Um, Weird. First one, I was actually not too bad. First one, I adjusted straight away when I was in Vegas. Um, one of the reasons why, though, I adjusted to the seat probably wasn't good is probably because the pool party started at 10 a.m. every morning. <laughs> <laughs> in the hotel you were at. Yeah. <laughs> one of the 12 uh, pool parties that were going on that day. Yeah. So, <laughs> and it's in that summer as well. So. That's uh, awesome. So that's probably why I actually adjusted to <laughs> normal sleeping bags. So you know next time you just got to plan a pool party next to your hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. hotel were you in? I was at the link. Oh, nice. So straight, yeah, straight across from Caesars. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's probably why I adjusted to the sleep quite quickly there. It's like impossible to sleep in past 10. And it's dead smack on 10 o'clock every morning. Pool right. party every single morning. It wasn't just weekends. And yeah, it was actually insane, the sound of that pool party. Like the sound <laughs> system. Like it sounded like it's in your room. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, there's... Um, depending on where what way your room faces as well. Mine face the pool. I mean, like mine face the way like say the speakers face the pool. <laughs> yeah. Speakers face my room. Do you think they knew which room was yours and oh. just prepared accordingly? Yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas like some of my team, their room was behind the speakers. Uh, way more peaceful. Uh, way more like but still it's still not peaceful. But they didn't get to go to the pool party though, obviously. <sighs> But then when you went to Atlanta, I I struggled. I really struggled to adjust in Atlanta. I don't even think I did adjust. Um, There's probably another three-hour difference Mm -hmm. um, 
in from Vegas. I think Vegas, I think it's, oh, I can't remember. It's about fourteen hours, yeah. fourteen hours different. But then they're an extra three hours. Um, but they are found in Atlanta. Man, I didn't I didn't adjust. I had some nights like where say I'd get around. Well, when I first got there, I didn't actually arrive. So many flight delays and everything. I didn't get there till about two a.m. Went to sleep straight away. Uh, next morning, I, I probably fell asleep quite reasonable time. Thought, all right, cool, sweet, this is awesome. Like probably asleep by like ten o'clock. Wake up in the morning, but then have a big sleep. But then like the very next day, it got to about one p.m. I was just like, uh, have a little nap. Well, I didn't wake up till eleven p.m. Like, I just had my big sleep there. Oops. Yeah, yeah. And without like without even sort of knowing, like it's just gone like that. It's just mm. fast. But then yeah, trying to. Even just, yeah, it just wasn't happening. Like, as in, say, you even like, all right, I'm going to try and stay awake, go to sleep at 10 p.m. That way I'm up in the morning and that. But then I'll go to sleep at 10 p.m. I'll, I'll just wake up an hour later, wide awake. Yeah. I just ran into that issue. Uh, actually just got to the point where you're sort of just like. Like, uh, if I'm up, yeah. I'm up. Where's the pool? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then I found what was good. Like, I did get to the point where I was probably struggling to fall asleep at night, but I didn't fight till like midnight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it would have worked yeah. out actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I even actually did start thinking that I'm like, hmm, I'm not even fighting till midnight, so I probably want to actually stay up quite late. I probably actually want to be staying up to like three a.m. Yeah, and that, mm. yeah, yeah. Because last thing I want is to be tired. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. nine o'clock and so you're at the event, like falling asleep. <laughs> There's a lot of things on a purely practical level that you've really got to consider. I mean, your your sleep's being interrupted. You're getting poor quality oxygen in the lead up to a fight. You're getting poor quality food. You've got yeah. uh, just uh, your, your natural body clock to fight against, and and then you're fighting at midnight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. a it's a weird combination of things to have to deal with in a really short period of time. Yeah, and that's one of the things where I go back to saying like I, I'm good at not complaining, but you just it's just something you got to do. Yeah, yeah, and it just yeah, like I so said, you're there. Like you start thinking like this is business. You just got to do it. And yeah. is it also part of your consideration of, well, if I, at least if I'm based over there, I've got the advantage of having my food under control, my body clock's right, I'm going to be better prepared for whatever opportunity might come next? Yeah, you definitely think that would that would come into play massively. Certainly if uh, you're based quite close to the state. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, of course that's going to be a massive advantage. Like, I don't think there's ever going to be an advantage of having to fly across the other side of the world. Like, this is always going to be a bit of a downfall, different environments. Yeah, like I said, the different sort of... Like the air, the air is different. The feel, the the um, humidity, the yeah, accent, yeah, yeah. 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 So Accents take away from your mm. ability to fight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how much it comes into play, but you probably even think just the quality of the foods and the water. Like the, the water there is pretty good, but like just a different. That everything is different. Everything, yeah, yeah er, absolutely everything is different. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely would play a role. I'm not really one to think too heavily into it. I just pretty good at just. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. Focus on Get what you got to focus on. Yeah. yeah. So did you did do a week? Sorry, when you got to Atlanta, was that a week prior to the fight as yeah. well? Okay. And it was still after a week, you were like, oh, I'm still all yeah. over the place. Yeah. Yeah, I was all over the place with that one. I could not get it under control. Wow. Yeah. I struggled wow. hard. How long did you stay after the fight? Uh, about four, another four nights, I think. Okay. But tra- yeah. like we traveled back through Vegas, LA, and home. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. When did I see you at the airport? <laughs> Yeah, that's when I was coming home. And you got so home. Yeah, yeah, oh, when, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that wasn't long ago. That was at the uh, the day before the AWE. I was picking up all the arm wrestlers from oh, the yeah. airport. And yeah, then yeah. all of a sudden, Shane Richards yeah. said, hey, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a corpse. Yeah. yeah. That was horrible. But man, the flight delay is insane. I, we, we, I think I had about eight flights. Only one didn't get delayed. Uh, cancelled. We had the same problem with one of our guys that we were trying to get over from the US. Um, yeah. And, oh, yeah. it's not 
Yeah. Six, I had a 16 hour layover in Atlanta airport Ugh. just because of flight, like cancelled flights and like start off with delays, got, got delayed three times and then cancelled. <laughs> That's what they did with his. They, yeah. res- they cancelled it, they rescheduled it and then they cancelled the reschedule. <laughs> yeah. And did you have those difficulties in travelling over there? Yeah, so every single on the way there, on, on every, the way there, every single flight was delayed. Oh, sorry, yeah. wow, that's so yeah. weird. It must so just yeah. it must yeah. fuck with your preparation. Like just it just drains you. Yeah, just, like, yeah. So when it's like that, like when you're just having to deal with all like going up to counters and talking to people and figuring out what the hell is going on. Mm. Um, and I find out over in America, the customer service isn't as sh- like quick and sharp as it is here. Yeah, some of them over there do not give a crap. Mm. Like that. Yeah, like as in yeah, there's here. I feel like they're a bit more. Uh, just the systems they have in play mm. a bit more. Yeah, it just works well. I think we've got a lot less people, easier yeah. to do. Yeah. Over there, the population's hell of a lot. Like they, their airports are busy. Their airports are insane. Like Atlanta airport was crazy. So mm. when they uh, cancelled one of our flights, um, well, they cancelled multiple flights. I think it was due to the weather. The lineup that just instantly oh. happened, that hundreds and hundreds of people. Mm. Think we don't really get that. You're like, Adelaide airport, you're not really going to get that. Mm. So over there, just the... Yeah, wow. managing it just seems to be a nightmare. Yeah. And you can see, you can see why they get fed up. Like you can just tell when they're at the counter, they're just over it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. 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 We just it was um, Adam Taranenko. I'm flying out of Florida to get here to Adelaide, <laughs> and it took five days to get him here. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was insane, and it was um, I've, I've got like an itinerary which they load up, and we did it through Webjet, and it's sort of. His, his original flight plan was three flights here, three flights back. So six in total. <laughs> Ended up being like 21. <laughs> so how? He's yeah. like, can you check me in? I'm like, there's seven flights that say I can check you in. Which one are you on? <laughs> like my, my, my corner, when they come over, um, they didn't arrive to, I was actually weight cutting. The flights, oh. yeah. That, sorry. They were that delayed. Um, they were meant to be there. Yeah, maybe like two days prior, but just because of how many delays I had. Like they actually rocked up like the morning of my wake up. <laughs> yeah. And, and who was in your corner? I had uh, we had Brad um, and Ike. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Not nice to have some familiar faces around. Yeah. You know, unless yeah. he's getting close. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's good to have them around, but like I said, they didn't get there. Like they got there so just because of the delays. Yeah. yeah. So all of those things, you don't have your corner with you. You're not eating well. You know, can't sleep well. You're out of pattern. It's uh, you, you've got time zones, pool lag, parties, pool parties, speakers, <laughs> all of this to deal with. Um, and and somehow you're meant to be the world champion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the and the 15 minute wait, like halfway along yeah. the entrance. Yeah, yeah. I crazy. feel like they've sabotaged. That's what <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. The poison drink water. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pool party is the greatest one. Like, yeah. that's, 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 that's the funniest story. Just, uh, alarm. Didn't even need a certain alarm. No. <laughs> pool party. You just look up to beach balls, just fly. Uh, yeah. so, so was there any, any thought after, as you're thinking of rebuilding, was it like, oh, I'm done with overseas now, I'll just, you know, I'll keep I'll keep to Australia and I'll keep knocking people out. And it was, is that... If it, is that anything that no? No, that's one thing I go back to is uh, after having the loss, having a bit of a like a uh, bit. Of, I guess I guess you could say a bit. Of just I was a bit down. I was a bit down straight after the fight. Always, yeah. always going to hate losing. Very competitive person. Um, yeah, one thing I just sort of end up saying to myself is just I'm, I'm not. I'm not, I don't want to go backwards. I'm not going to go backwards. Not going to go back to where I come from. Like, like as in I'm not going to go back to just doing that and then boom regional yeah. regional fights. 
not really working towards anything. Yeah. Like I will try to always find a path. So like somewhere new, grow. I'll just try and grow somehow. So I'll just tell myself like, no, not going backwards. I'm going to keep growing. Even if I didn't win, like I'll find a way to keep growing. Mm. Like even if I, I no longer signed the PFL, I'll find another route. I'll find something else to do. Mm-hmm. And that, but as long as it's gone up, not going back. Yeah. So the, ne- the, the next step is sell on up and get that ticket and head over and have you got a gym in mind or anybody that you're chatting to at the moment? No, nothing yet. I'm waiting to see what happens with my contract. Yeah. Yeah, waiting to see that and then work out work out what's going to go on from there. Yeah. Would you want to go – is there anywhere that you're sort of like tossed up like Extreme Couture or AKA or uh, – Extreme would be good, but that's like I said where my last oh, yeah. come from. So uh, even though that's not that, that's not a sort of make it bright like a – that right. doesn't sort of sort of say like a definite no, just because it's there. Mm. But at the same time, it does come with the part of like, oh well, if I stay in the PFL, he's in my division. Right. Yeah. Like, is it the most like realistic thing to do? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But there's there's so many big like strong gyms out there. But TriStar yeah. or yeah, yeah so you got the ones out way out there. Um, Florida, I've got a few good ones out there. Um, New York. Yeah. yeah well, they're like, all open now as well. Yeah, yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. Mm. They're sort of everywhere. There's some big gym, like there's some, like, a lot of gyms out there with good quality fighters mm. now. So I don't think finding the gym is the problem. Yeah. 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 It's funny. It's like, you know, you progress because you're sitting at sort of that top, that regional circuit. And then it's like, okay, now we've, we've moved up yeah. and we're in the PFL. And, and then even if you don't win the fights there, it's like, I'm not going back. No, nah, <laughs> like no. I'm this level now. This, yeah. it, it'd be unfair for all these people to fight. It. <laughs> not only that, but it's like I'm not going backwards. I'm going to keep going up. What's the level above the PFL? Because that's what I want to be looking at. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, you can see the mentality that you've got for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah last thing I want to be doing is any back steps here. Like, mm. of course, there's definitely back steps in the way of yeah, come like lose. To me, losing is you get bumped back a bit. You do. Yeah. And that, but it definitely decision right now isn't to go back even more yeah definitely have to look so you're almost like regardless of pfl's decision at this stage i'm still moving forward i'm putting myself in a position yeah to i'll still push i'll definitely still push like say if pfl were like all right cool we'll let you go i'd still be like all right cool so be it and then i'll be going to my management like what other what's next yeah. what's next where can we go what can we do let's reach out let's yeah let's start let's yeah let's look for something else mm. um yeah i definitely won't be taking a back step and trying to go to alright cool I'm just going to chill out now and take some easy fights yeah. and when, when do you expect to hear from PFL I would hope I actually there is no timeline but okay. I would hope you'll just I'll get a message yeah. and you wake up hey you're morning. fighting Sabu yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rematch yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tomorrow oh no <laughs> Um, obviously, a lot goes into getting yourself to um, that that position where you can uh, perform overseas. Um, uh, any sponsors or anybody you'd like to thank? Because um, I know there was a few people that got behind you, local businesses and the like. Yeah, so my major sponsor, Hydrolife. They're, yeah. they're definitely the number one. They've helped me. So out what do so they? Much. What did Hydrolife do for those that don't know? Yeah, a lot of the recovery stuff. So um, the drips is um, yeah, it definitely helps just your overall your overall well being. Um, yeah, that's the main thing that they're sort of getting heavy into there. But yeah. and, and you don't have to be an elite athlete either. No, like no, they're, God, no. they're really designed around, you know, your own individual health needs, what it is that you're looking for, if it's more energy or better sleep. Just or feeling better, yeah. Just yeah. feeling better. Yeah, mm. I think people actually be surprised. I, I was the same as well. Like, uh, I used to think, I'm, I'm always tired. I'm always tired. I'm always exhausted. I'm always like, I'm always not in a highly motivated, feeling great mood. Never. Yeah. And that, um, I think a lot of people think that's just the norm. Mm. And then when you actually go get like drips and stuff like that, you're actually surprised. Like 
you found another level. Sort of how much, ref- yeah, more f- refresh you feel. Mm. Yeah. I did a, I did a uh, arm wrestling demonstration uh, at Derham Gym on Tuesday night and they had a whole bunch of different sponsors and Hydro Life was one of those. They, had, they were doing the drips on people. I just kicked in the fact that that, that was the same people. So I was like, oh, they're, they're, they're at the upper pool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but they're looking, I think they're starting to very span out now. They're taking on quite a few athletes by the look of it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it looks like they're start, starting to really try and build the business. And, yeah. and where are they based? Uh, so right now, yeah, they've got that out in Glenelg. Right. Um, yeah, but I, th- they are belie- I believe they're they're going to be looking to sort of span out around all of Adelaide. Oh, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the full. Like they said, they are sort of just um, just sort of come into the the whole the whole scene. So yeah. I think they have got some big plans ahead. I don't know exactly what, but they got some big plans ahead. Because mm, yeah. they did the drips. They had a few things going on. I didn't sort of look over exactly what, but there was there was the drips, and then there was a whole bunch of other things that they had. Um, as well, is it just drips that they're doing, or is it a lot of recovery stuff? Well, they have like the compression, the, the yeah. compression boots and stuff like that. Um, oh yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah they got a whole whole big range. Like I said, this, they're very new to the whole scene. Like, they're just sort of starting up now, so yeah. I think they they got a lot to come as well. Awesome. Yeah. So, so Hydro Life uh, down there at Glenelg, and and you know you you can you, you may have even seen them at uh, Apex Sport Fest or at a DFC event as well, where they've been demonstrating their wares or or, or at uh, at at uh, uh, gym, yeah they're yeah. getting around that's yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah yeah good on them. So uh, so uh, they they've jumped on board, which is great because that's a pretty practical sponsor from your end. Yeah yeah yeah. And then other than that, you guys. Oh, AWE. Oh, yeah. AWE. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Press a button, the shirt does that. Yeah, you guys have been massive help. Like, yeah, so I appreciate that massively because it's what we're doing is quite difficult to do without sponsors. So, yeah, the help has been much appreciated. Oh, that's it's right. It's always yeah. great to get behind, uh, you know, somebody who's doing all the right things in, in their world. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah. Exactly what we believe. Um, anybody else out there? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Let me Largo. Yeah. So <laughs> great. Obviously, he's uh, hooked us up with the suits and stuff. So yeah, got to got to uh, love me. Lemmy. How do people get in touch with Lemmy? Well, they they can they can head over to Lemmy Largo's website where you can uh, you can buy stuff basically off the rack if you want to, regardless where you might be anywhere around the world, or you can head down to uh, Rundle Mall there. And uh, and get yourself on the corner of Rundle and Stevens Place, and get yourself fitted out for a, a, a more of a bespoke uh, garment, much like this gentleman's wearing right there, or maybe as uh, as I might be wearing right now. As a matter of fact, <laughs> if, so if you uh, mention your name, do you, uh, do you get? Uh, I think he charges you more. The cost, yeah. uh, but if you mention Shane's name, you get ten percent <laughs> right, off. Yeah, so the better right. man, just mention Shane. Don't don't worry. Well, I'll tell you what. With a suit, so this this is my first proper like tailor made suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you what though. With um, say. Before when you when you you get your nice suit and you think yeah this this is nice like when you <laughs> just went and buy it, you bought one from the shelf and yeah. you think but then you always, you always thought like like do you need to get a tailor made suit I always did think that and then when I finally got one I was just like I probably won't go back I won't go back now like, <laughs> you haven't yeah. taken it off have you <laughs> no it's one of those uh, even when I talk to my friends who have gone through uh, like La Milago as well mm. uh, a lot of them even just said how surprised they were. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, obviously they're a sponsor, so I'm going to talk them up. But yeah. Yeah. no, nah, even if they weren't a sponsor, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm impressed, definitely, definitely impressed. Yeah, great. Yeah. Now you looked uh, a million bucks when you walked through the door. I was like, hey, oh, who? Hey, or maybe, you this? Won. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> maybe you won. Yeah, exactly. Spend it all on suits. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not good in a way now because I'm only probably going to wear a tailor-made suit when I wear a suit now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's worth it. Definitely.
definitely worth it. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a it's a special feeling and uh, and and doesn't cost that much more. So that's one of the things that a lot of people kind of get caught up on is like if you've got to wear you know trousers and a jacket occasionally for work, for instance. Well, it doesn't cost that much more to get something to to fit you perfectly, and uh, and it makes all all the world a difference. Uh, even a cheap suit, well fitted, looks a million bucks. So uh, yeah, that and the feel, like actual. F- the feel you have yourself when you're wearing it is so mm. much better. And mm. you let you, you choose things like buttons and the and the lining and all of that. So you get to be a bit creative yep. and have something that's completely different mm. that nobody else is ever going to own. It's just going to be your special garment. Yeah. With your, did you get your uh, your your name yeah. or your initials yeah, on there as my, well? Yeah, got my name on the jacket, my so, initials on the pants. So no one can that, steal yeah. it yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, so your brother can't get older. <laughs> <or anything. laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, um, so so what what's next for you, mate? Look, from here, the the fighting, it's pretty much just sit back, wait a little bit, find out uh, where we go with the PFL. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I'll find that out. Within, I would hope I'm, I know that within the next month. Yeah. Hope so. That's the, the next step in the near. From there, I guess it's it's time to level up again. Yeah. Like I said, I was, how we was mentioned before, I think a few little adjustments in life, a um, few little sacrifices here to gain here. That's, yeah. what's, that's sort of what's next. With what, what potentially can happen with PFL? Would they put you back into another uh, series of tournaments or something or is it that in the meantime I'll just get a like they call it a showcase fight just a, a just, just just a fight yeah yeah yeah. in the meantime I'll definitely be looking I'll definitely like to fight by the end of the year again mm-hmm. so uh, I'll definitely look to just get a fight somewhere mm-hmm. um, then yeah as a ne- next year the tournaments don't start again till next year right so I'll have to wait and see about that if I'm still with people so, so in mm-hmm. between they, they, they do have showcase yeah. S- so yeah Okay, so you can just start, start a beef with somebody on the on the internet and be like, hey, uh, someone else is signed to PFL and try to get. Uh, is there any is, is there anyone <laughs> in your division that you kind of do have your eye on that you wouldn't that you think's a good stylistic matchup? No, not really. To be honest, like outside, I've just because I've been so focused on the guys in the tournament, I haven't mm. really even looked out to what else they've got signed to the roster that's not in the tournament. Yeah. I haven't actually looked too much into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm obviously in a, I'm in a situation where I'm not too fast. Yeah, yeah. just like I said, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be, I know I'm not gonna fight anyone better than what I just fought. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's some comfort from that after Absolutely, all. Absolutely, definitely, yeah. definitely, yeah. So I mean, yeah. so not, yeah, nothing really phases me as to who they can match me up with. I'm not too fast. When you fought the world champion and you lose, and you still want to keep fighting, that says something more about you, I think, than it does any, any anything else, mate. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. well done. Thanks. And I think that goes, like I said, with anything in life, though. That's like, just one advice I've been trying to give the, the newbies coming through now, the amateurs, is just like, certainly if they come off a, like, come off a loss, it's like, don't, don't get too chewed up about it. Like I said, just, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter too much. Uh, and I, one thing I took out of it as well is you know, whether you win or lose, like, the people who are real close to you and the people who love you still love you. Mm. Like, yeah, the people who actually mean a lot to you, they still love you. They still think you're awesome. And that. Mm. Um, yeah, and then like I said, it's just it's not the end of the world. Just last thing you want to do is have that step back. Don't go backwards. Yeah, even if you you get those those losses, like I said the answer is never to just quit. Quit and yeah. go backwards. Well never. The, well, this started off as a, a as a combat podcast and uh, and and ended up being a self development <laughs> podcast. I yeah. think in the end, so well, some I mean, very wise words. I honestly think the fight, like fighting, is one of the best for your self development for sure. Like mm. the test the tests that come your way. Certainly, if you want to fight on a professional level and get to the point, of like yeah, like a global stage, yeah, sort of the the challenges that come along the way, yeah, definitely make you a better man or woman. Mm, yeah. Exciting to know that the best is still to come. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen. 
Triple A, Shane Mitchell. Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast once again. Thanks for having me. Looking right. dapper. And, uh, and, of course, we'll look forward to uh, catching up with you again very, very soon. And to all those wonderful people that have been tuning into the podcast, we thank you. If you haven't already got your, your gums around some of this stuff, it's the uh, the Bunsters uh, shit the bed sauce. It's a 12 out of 10. So if Tabasco's not doing it for you, it's time to man up and get yourself some Bunsters. <laughs> and, of course, don't forget... The roll clean soap. So if you've been rolling on the mats uh, or just gripping up in the club rooms and you, uh, maybe maybe the people, maybe you suspect those people that you're gripping up with and rolling around with aren't uh, the cleanest people in the world. Well, roll clean <laughs> soaps, that's the way to go. Uh, natural disinfectant made with all organic products right here and locally. And, of course, our friends at Barbell Foods. Barbell Foods makes you stronger. It's biltong, it's air-dried. It's not like jerky, oven-dried. It's healthier. It makes you stronger. Just look at Matt. He yeah. hardly had biceps before Ugh. since the biltong. There you go. So uh, thanks so much. It's been wonderful to have you with us, and we look forward to bringing you more next time. Thank you.